1984, in a seemingly innocent decision, the Supreme Court consolidated all three branches of government into one branch, the executive branch. And they did that through something we now know, and it's been in the news quite a bit lately, as the Chevron Deference Doctrine. Yep, Chevron Deference, Chevron Doctrine, Chevron Deference Doctrine. You'll hear it called many different things, but it's in the news right now. And being that it was in the news, like, hot, hot item, top of the list on all of our news feeds, we kind of just were wondering, wait, 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 what, what is this? What are they talking about? Because I don't know if I really remember this from my civics class. <laughs> right. Or government from my senior year in high school. I'm not sure that got covered in that six months. Yeah. And so I ended up doing a little bit of research and writing a blog on it and got the question, if the Supreme Court overturns the Chevron Doctrine, what does that mean for your farm? We don't know. We didn't know the right. answer. So, so we had to go looking. Here we and go. And how does it apply? So what is it? What is the Chevron deference doctrine actually? In simple terms, mm -hmm. what it means is that Congress often passes laws that are ambiguous and all of the details can't be contained in the law. So what it allows for is government agencies to then fill in those details with regulations. And it seems like that kind of makes a little bit of sense because the government agency, they're the experts on the matter, whatever the thing is, they're the experts. So whenever they deferred it to them, they were trying to put the rules and the regulations into the hands of the experts. I, the only thing I would say is they're the seeming experts. One would hope right. that they are the experts. Okay. Okay. I, I don't know that that's always true. And but. deference, the word deference specifically in law means what exactly? The, the actual word. What is the definition of deference? So what is happening? What did they do? The judge, when a judge <clears throat> claims or, or decides on deference, that judge is deferring to someone else's authority or power. So they're saying, somebody else has already said something about this, and so I'm not going to do anything about it. Okay, and in law, that's required. If there has been a precedent for that, right. the lower courts have to follow it. Right. So what okay. happened in this case was, so to, to continue, the, as, the, as the agencies then fill in the laws, if you will, the, with different regulations, because Congress doesn't think of each specific detail as they write the laws. So the executive branch of government now appoints the agency heads, and the agencies then fill in the laws with all of the different regulations. So, okay, then the agencies are the ones that also enforce those regulations. The Chevron doctrine or Chevron deference comes in then. From a court case specific. Yep. This was the, the company Chevron in 1984 ended up in the Supreme Court with a government agency trying to figure out who, who interprets these laws. Mm -hmm. What the Supreme Court decided was in cases like this, where there's ambiguity in the law coming down from Congress, mm -hmm. that they will rely on the experts mm -hmm. in the agencies to know 
the details about the law. And so the judges, the, the court systems, will defer to the agencies any time that there's a conflict or a, a, an, an indecision between an individual or a company and the agency. Okay. So the courts basically just hand over the, the decision back to the agency. Okay. So it's kind of complicated. Can we break this down? Let's use an analogy of some sort in order to break this down because it, 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 it just gets a little bit muddled because we're talking about government, 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 and yeah. they're all government. Now we yeah. all understand, or we should understand that there are three different branches of government. We have an executive branch of which the agencies belong to. Because they are appointed by the president, so they are underneath the executive branch. We have the legislative branch, which is Congress. They write the laws as vague as they may be. They do write them. And then we have the judicial branch, and they're the ones that are supposed to determine what is applied and what isn't. Okay. Correct? Yeah, simply put. Okay. They, They make judgments. Sure. Okay. So an analogy... Let's use the NFL. Okay. NFL football. 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 It's football season. We're in the playoffs. Let's talk about some football. Okay. So we have players. We have referees. And we have... You could say the, the NFL. Basically. The NFL. Yeah. At large. The commissioner. The, the commissioner. Yeah. The, 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 the big kahunas. <laughs> so the... Players play the game. That's it. That's all they do is play the game. And the best thing that they can do is follow the rules. Yes. They know the rules and they need to follow them. Well, okay. Okay. Or else they get penalties. That's right. And they get flags thrown on them. Yes. By the referees. Yep. Now, for this particular analogy, let's just pretend that the referees make the rules. Well, the referees would be like... The agencies. Okay, so they... Government agencies. Let's just say they make the rules and they enforce the rules. So NFL says, here's the game of football. Okay. And then they broadly define the game. You need two teams and you need to score points and play fair. That would be Congress writing a law. Okay. So the NFL broadly says, here's the game. Now, that is then handed over to the referees... And now the referees make the rules. You can't hold. You can't be offsides. You can't interfere if they're trying to receive a pass. You right, like everybody all has of, to all stay of put. The, all of the rules now uh-huh. are the, all, filled in. The referees mm-hmm. now fill in that broad game. Okay. And so the referees are making the regulations. Okay. Then the referees enforce the regulations. So they're the ones throwing the flags. That's right. On uh, the on the regulations you're that they You're offsides and you're pass interference and you're holding and you're holding. And, yes. Okay. But then they also, after they throw that flag, they say, what's the penalty? Yes. Back them up. Right. Half distance to the goal. <laughs> All the things. Yeah. They just, they, they, so at this point, the, the referee has decided what the rule is. Yes. They have decided if the rule has been broken. Correct. And they have penalized the rule. They, they have enforced. Oh, I'm sorry. They have enforced the rule and penalized the player. Correct. At this point, the player has had no say. Correct. 
I did not do that. Uh, doesn't matter. I did not hold him. Let's go right. back and watch the play again. I did not hold him. Right. Sorry, you have you have no say in any of it. So Just take it. In this analogy, then, what Chevron deference is, is it, like if the coach throws the red flag, and I want a review on this. Okay. Well, then it goes to, in our analogy, let's say it goes to the big referee. And the big referee says, yeah, the law was actually written, the game that was handed down from the NFL just said, you know, play the game, two teams, whatever. Right. The, the referees are the experts. So if the referees say, you broke the rules, then, then yeah, I, I'm I, just going to defer to the referees. Every single time. Correct. As long as the now there's a there's an if you uh -huh. know as long as the referees aren't being unreasonable you know like if it's unreasonable what whatever their their penalty was then the big referee in the sky might say okay you know that was unreasonable outside of that every single time they would say we're going to go with the referee we defer to the referee they're the expert okay. I think they get a couple of challenge flags right. per half now. Mm -hmm. And they can say if it's egregious and they really think that it was just a bad call, they can throw the challenge flag and say, hey, I, I'd like to, let's let's talk about this and review it. I would like to appeal what you just said. Correct. And it goes to a review booth. Yep. And the review booth in this analogy would be a court system. Correct. To say, hey, let's talk about this. Right. Right. Yep. And so at that point, if there is no Chevron deference doctrine, that review booth can say, no, you, we're overturning that. That player didn't actually do that. That's a bad call on that referee. That's correct. So it adds accountability. Yes. Okay. So let's go back to the, so now that we've explained it through an analogy, let's go okay. back to the, what, what, what's happening within the agencies and how that's going to affect us or okay. could or could, could or well, could not in, affect us. It's in the news right now because some fishermen and some specific boats are challenging a government agency and mm -hmm. it has made its way all the way to the Supreme Court. Mm -hmm. And for 40 years almost the courts have just deferred to the agencies as a result of this 1984 case. Okay. And in, in these two particular cases that are in the news this week, mm -hmm. the lower courts deferred, just like always, to the agencies, and it has made its way up to the Supreme Court, and the Supreme Court is now hearing these two cases. The bottom line gist of the cases is that the... Government agency says you have to have somebody watch you when you catch your fish. And it has to be one of our employees. And you have to pay for that employee to be on your boat. So you have to be governed while you're fishing. And you have to pay for the person to be on the boat to govern you. And it's about 700 bucks a day is what, uh, what it says. And that is somewhere around 20% of the profits normally mm -hmm. that they would make catching herring. So that's, that's, the, that's sort of the background yeah. of the case. And the reason it's even, I don't know, interesting right now is that it appeared while they were hearing the case 
that a majority of the judges might be in favor of doing something different. Okay. So there is potential, at least, Mm -hmm. for overturning the Chevron Doctrine. Okay. Now, it's going to be a a few months before they make their... Yeah, it won't be until summer, but it is all really good conversation between now and then. Right. Over, in the event that they do overturn the 1984 ruling, what is that going to mean for people, citizens across the board? Yeah. And people who are really regulated by these different agencies. Right. Uh, we are regulated by the USDA. Yeah. We farm and we grow food and we sell eggs. <laughs> In June or July, I can't remember which month, it was about this summer, uh, I hear somebody running down the rolling down the driveway and I look out, I'm in the kitchen, I look out the window and there's somebody outside and I'm like, ah, somebody's here. But people come here often to pick up some things. And uh, I look out and it's a white van and there's something on the side of the door. And I looked at it and I recognized it. And I'm like, ah, USDA is here unannounced. And why? And why? Why are you here? Because nobody really wants any government agency just popping in. (laughs) I don't. Right. But But that's what we subject ourselves to. And so I walked out. And kindly greeted the man before he even got out of his car and just kind of stood there and chatted with him for a bit while he was still in his car. Uh, He was here to see about our egg production. And I promptly told him at that point it was too hot. We didn't have any eggs at all, really. And he thought that we might have like, we could have had 30,000 worth because of the type of license that we had. Right. And so he was here to check on that. And it, it was a nothing visit. It was. It was completely nothing. He filled out his little form or whatever, no eggs, basically don't come back. And it, but it, it sets your stomach. Yeah. You know, when, when an agency shows up because they have so much power. That's right. All three branches of the government are now consolidated with this. So the executive currently, branch, the way currently, it's currently right? operating, the executive branch appoints, and then now the agencies are built under the executive branch. Mm-hmm. The legislative branch has said, "Here's a crappy law mm-hmm. that doesn't have the details that it needs, so right. you fill in all of the details." So now they're actually writing the laws. Mm-hmm. And then the judicial branch says, eh, "I defer to you because you're the expert." And so all three branches of the government now are contained inside these agencies. There's zero balance of power. It's all consolidated in one, uh, within the agencies. That's right, which was not the idea of the Founding Fathers as they were building this nation and the, the government, the people, you know, the governed, we're not going to have to be under one rule. It wasn't a king, right? Like right. we had branches of the government and we balanced the power amongst those branches mm-hmm. so that you didn't end up with a king, with a monarch or, or, or queen, right? And so the whole idea with this style of government was mm-hmm. that you would have, you would balance the power across the different branches, branches mm-hmm. yeah, of government. Yeah. In this case, mm-hmm. that has gone away. There are lots of industries that fall underneath specific agencies. 
And those industries, whether it's food safety, forestry, just landowners, were all affected because we own land. The Environmental Protection Agency at any point can say that is a wetland habitat and it now belongs to us and you can't do something with it. That, that's that's just like the most helpless feeling. Right. Okay, if this thing goes away, that sounds like the wild, wild west then. That's exactly what the opponents of, or the people that love the Chevron Doctrine, the people yeah. that want it to stay, that's exactly what they're saying. Okay. They're saying, if this goes away, you're going to have courts all over the nation making decisions on something and you might decide one thing, and I decide something else, and neither of us are the experts. Okay, but the, the courts are there to judge based on the written law. And that means Congress is going to have to get their crap together and start writing better laws, being far more clear whenever they have an idea in their mind and they want to take that idea and add some coherent regulation I am all for regulation. That's fine, to a degree. To a degree. What you're saying is you don't want to live in anarchy. No, I don't want to live in anarchy. Okay. Absolutely not. Right. Some rules are, I think they're appropriate. Okay. And let's all, let's all know the rules and follow the rules. But whenever the, whenever the rules are written, they need to be written in such a way that any person making a judgment on it can make the same judgment. Right. So Congress is going to have to do better. Yes. Well, they're the law writers. Yeah. No, you're absolutely right. And some rules and some regulations are fine. And let the agencies write them. Let them add to it. That's fine. But we need accountability. Yeah. So How can the, we gain accountability? What this would change is the that... Congress would still write the laws, mm -hmm. probably still write crappy laws. The yeah. agencies would still fill in all of the, all the blanks. holes and the blanks left with all of their regulations. Yeah. The, were this to go away, the difference would be that a court could say, nah, that's not what Congress meant. Mm. Which is what they do with the Constitution. Correct. They apply but, it. But currently they're not even allowed because of because the of this. Supreme Court precedent that right. is set that says you have to defer to the experts. Okay. So if this goes away, it would allow the courts, they would, they would now have the opportunity to say, that's not what Congress meant. Mm. And so there would be some, at least, checks and balance on the, these government agencies. So how would that, how's this going, what implications is it going to have on farmers? I don't know for us specifically. I, I thought about it, and I, I can't really come up with what exactly would change for us other than were we to start getting into legal issues. If we started getting into to trouble, mm -hmm. if we started... Which we try really hard not to do. <laughs> but I mean, like, if, if we got sideways with one of the agencies, yeah, okay. which happens, it, right? Yeah. Like, if we ended up getting sideways with one of the agencies, mm -hmm. then this could... 
this could potentially give us the opportunity to be heard by a judge without the judge just saying, eh, they're the experts. They're, you can't win this. The people that write the laws and enforce the laws are now going to penalize you. And eh, I can't do anything about it because they're the experts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay, so that... We would be in favor of such a thing as having hope within the legal system. Yeah. And yeah. not... For, for me, I, I believe that this, this thing should go away. Mm-hmm. And I think that we can overcome the wild, wild west. It'll take a minute. Yeah. But you know what? Nothing's... I, I don't see it like some big thing's going to change. The rules and the regulations are all still there. All, everything, everything is still in place as is. All we're doing is adding a booth. Yeah, some of the some of the things that if you research it, some of the things that you will see is they're worried about past cases coming back up, and oh, does yeah. this reopen all of the things over the past forty years mm, where the goodness. courts have just deferred? Mm. Are those things then able to be reopened? Mm. That's something that the Supreme Court would probably have to address address quickly. as they're making well as they're making their written ruling their ruling opinion. opinion on this case. Right, they they're saying that they will probably have to address okay. what has happened in the past. So that's that's something that would absolutely need to be done. Um, I, I don't know. The, the Wild West... Maybe. Maybe? Maybe for a minute until things are worked out. Yeah. But the way that it is, it's so... It's so hopeless and helpless for people when if they do get wrapped up with an agency, whether it's the EPA or the USDA or whatever the other... FDA, like one of the judges that is in favor of the Chevron deference says that that they don't want some judge somewhere deciding on whether or not this is a supplement or a drug because judges don't know that kind of thing. The experts do. Oh, like with the FDA. Correct. Mm. So the FDA needs to be the ones making that kind of ruling, not a judge. Got it. Hmm. Well, they've all got big brains. Surely they can figure out how to work this out. Right. And maybe they could say, I don't know. Let's go to a higher court. Or I don't know. I will defer to the FDA. Right. Well, generally, whenever things go to court, aren't there oftentimes experts brought in? Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> but, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So it, in the in the name of we don't want this to be the wild wild west. Okay. Everything is consolidated under one branch. Not fair. Not fair to the people. That is right? not like, fair to the people. We could say that with the entire government. Right. If we just had a monarch. We wouldn't have all of this fussing and fighting and, right. and gridlock. Gridlock, which gridlock is not a bad thing. It was part of the design. <laughs> it, it should be. It should be a real struggle, to, a real struggle in order to change to change something, something. significant. That's right. It yeah. should be right. An absolute, really difficult thing to change. That's right. And so that's it, the way it was designed, right? And so yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the way it's the way it is currently, it's basically just agencies are the monarchs. Yes, they are. Yeah, you want to know who rules the place? The agencies. Mm-hmm. The 
They have all of the power. They have all of the power. And not even with the Chevron deference doctrine. Yeah. Not even the judges, not even the court system. Wow. Can come against that. Okay, so totally against it. I think it should yeah. absolutely go away. Go away. Okay. Well, we'll have to we'll keep an eye on it and continue to watch what's happening. Yeah. And if if we see something new come out, we'll maybe we'll chat about it again. Yeah, I think we should we should this keep is, it keep it on the docket. Yeah, we'll keep it on the docket. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, for sure. All right. Well, this has been fun. Woo-hoo. Yeah. All right. And uh, hey, guys, if you're enjoying these videos, uh, make sure to subscribe, hit like, and share with your friends and family. And until next time, bye, y'all. Bye, y'all.